This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Maria Car- Car- Oh my gosh, I knew I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> All right, take two. Maria Karras is the CEO and founder of Marie Karras Creative Virtual Assistance, a training membership for virtual assistants and matchmaking service for business owners seeking marketing and admin support. Maria, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you and to just have fun chatting. Thank you so much for that intro. That is me. <laughs> yeah, it is you. And you, the, the listener heard a flub of me and I decided, you know, I'm going to leave it in there to realize, to make the audience realize I don't always get it right. And I had it written down, Karis, and I said it wrong. And then I had to say it again, but I got it right. So I'm super excited you're here. Now let's address the elephant in the room. People don't know this, but right now you're in London, England, but you don't sound like my many friends from London. So what's going on with that? I, that is a very shrewd observation, Mark. I am not from London and my voice gives it away. I am actually from New York. Well, my family is originally Greek, but I was born and raised in New York. So what you are hearing right now is a probably a transatlantic a kind of mishmash of different accents, which is not British. Oh, I'm never confused for British, but um, Canadian and American, that's kind of what I get confused for. So that's what you're hearing. That's what you're hearing. But I am in sunny London right now. Nice. And before we start the recording, listener, I always remind my guest to mute everything. And she says, everything's muted, but my son, we have not figured out a way how to mute our children yet. We're, we're working on that. Uh, I mute my dog. My dog wears one of those shot collars and she knows yeah. when the collar gets on that not to make sound, she's generally pretty good. So we're going to have a delightful conversation because I was born June 21st, 1965, and there was no such thing as virtual assistants. There was no such thing as the internet, except for like big universities and colleges and stuff like that. Now, a lot of people working from home, a lot of people are harnessing virtual assistants because you don't have to hire an assistant full time. You can just hire a virtual assistant one hour a week, one hour a day, four hours a week. You can really do what you want with a virtual assistant. I think everyone found out about this during Tim Ferriss when he came out with the four-hour work week. Everybody goes, what's a virtual assistant? And now everybody uses it. So tell us a little bit about what you do and the power of virtual assistants. Yeah, thank you so much, Mark. First of all, can I just say, can we get shot callers for kids? Is that allowed? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so virtual assistants. It's funny, I can actually tie that into my son because I, I... became a virtual assistant in 2013 when I had my first son. And the reason I became a virtual assistant is I didn't I didn't even know what that phrase meant. I'd never come across it before. I think it was just really coming into prominence, uh, like you said, around Tim Ferriss's book. But I became a virtual assistant so that I can be home with my, my newborn. I had one straight after that. So I'm like, as soon as I had my first newborn, I was like, I need to stay home because I've got way too many kids now. <laughs> and <laughs> I was outnumbered by one. So I needed to find a way to earn a living working from home. I needed something flexible. I didn't want to do like training. I didn't want to pay money for a huge course because I was already quite skilled. Like I came from a corporate environment. I worked in London in film PR. So I knew I knew how to get organized. I knew how to create schedules. I knew how to send emails, press releases, pitches. And I soon got kind of, I fell in love with this world of online marketing and like digital marketing. Like 
I was, I became obsessed. It's so easy to fall in love with it, isn't it? And I, I learned how to create landing pages, how to create courses. The more and more I did that, the more and more skills I gathered. And this is kind of the time also when courses and coaches and consultants were creating uh, programs and online courses. They were really, really taking off in like 2011, 2000, 2013, 2014. And I, I wanted to be a part of that world. And I don't think that momentum in this kind of online learning space has really stopped. And if anything, it's kind of growing year on year by billions of dollars every year. And the increase in this industry, the, the, the scale of it is just more and more people are needing the kind of support that you're talking about. Like you can't do this on your own. You need, you need that kind of support, that kind of, that daily admin stuff, like, you know, sending, sending, sending the right emails to your podcast guests or setting up webinars or, you know, managing your calendar, like all of that stuff for a solopreneur is absolutely essential to outsource. So I recognize this need and I'm like, we need good, reliable virtual assistants out there to help these people. And I, when I kind of grew my agency, that's what I was doing. I was providing support for online course creators, educators, consultants. And then I ran my agency for about eight years. And about two, three years ago, I transitioned to coaching. And I created my own course for virtual assistants because I saw things were being done not quite to a great standard by virtual assistants. So I wanted to kind of up the ante. I wanted to you know, let's, let's create like wonderful, amazing, reliable virtual assistants. So that's what I'm doing now. I have a, a membership where I train virtual assistants, and then I match them with business owners who are looking for virtual assistants that are trustworthy, can get the job done. So that's it. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> wow. I, well, thank you for sharing that. So I was fired from my job back in July, 2005. And so I've been working remotely since 2005. And in May of 2019, I left the wonderful world of WordPress that's said with a lot of sarcasm for Kajabi. And I have a membership on Kajabi. I have a course on Kajabi. And the thing I like about doing things remotely, I do speak, you know, in person, but I love the virtual because when I'm done, I walk out of my small, my, my, my spare bedroom here and I'm home. I don't have to get on the plane or go to a hotel. And so I love doing this a virtual thing. I love having a course because anybody can buy it 24, seven, and take the course. They don't need my time directly. So I, I think even if we went back to before COVID, I don't think this virtual training, this virtual keynoting, it's never going to go away. Yes, we're going to go back to in person, but this virtual thing is never going to go away. Matter of fact, in June of the June of 2021, my wife and I went through Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within, and they said that virtual is here to stay. They said they're going to do in-person events as you know the COVID dissipates, but they are never going to stop the virtual because you can talk to so many more people virtually. I mean, when I think I did the UPW, there's like 25,000 people there. You can't fit 25,000 people every weekend. And so I thought that was incredible. So virtual systems play a very key component. The one thing that really annoys me about virtual systems, not virtual systems, but the, the entrepreneurs who start a business and they have no income and they go out and get in the virtual assistant. And I'm like, no, you don't have any money. They want to get, how are you going to pay these people with compliments? You got to pay them with something. So 
I, I let know your thought on this. I think before you hire a virtual assistant, you should know how to do that job function before you have the virtual assistant do it. Do you agree with that? Does your to-do list have you overwhelmed? When you join my digital productivity coaching program, you'll learn how to get and stay focused, become untangled from the chaos of your to-do list, experience less overwhelm, and have time to do what you really want to do. Sign up today by clicking the coaching tab at mrproductivity.com. I see. Um, I'm in very much in two minds about this. Do we have, does this person have the time to learn how to do that thing? Do they have the patience? Do they have the desire to learn that thing? First of all, is that the best use of their time? I agree with you. Everything I hire my virtual assistants to do now, I did first, but not I, I knew how to do first, but not everyone has the luxury or the time to learn that thing. Okay. And that could really hold you back from growing your business, like doing all of this menial, menial, but important stuff. And I always teach the people who I sort of mentor and coach through hiring a virtual assistant and delegating hire before you think you're ready. Because I come across so many business owners who hire their first virtual assistant as they're launching, they realize, shoot, there is way too much work for me to do on my own. I need a virtual assistant yesterday. And like, dude, that is too late. Mm -hmm. You should have had somebody in your business who knows the ins and outs of your business from the beginning so that when things do get overwhelming, you've got someone to take the reins, you know? So if you're going to go into this business thing, this online business thing, go in it with a mindset that you're going to grow, okay, beyond just yourself potentially. So you're going to need to give the best of yourself to your zone of genius and outsource everything else. So I, I do think, yes, you should learn everything that you, you that needs to go into running your business. But as soon as you're kind of, you can hire somebody, even if it's one hour a week, that'll set you back, what, $25 a week? Like, even if it's for an hour, surely if you're going into business, you should have $25 to spare a week. I agree. I agree. What What's, what's interesting is I'm a little bit of a control freak. And a lot of people don't realize this. Now, in 2021, I'm releasing a new episode of the podcast every day. And I don't have anybody doing it for me. And the reason why is I'm a control, one, I'm a control freak. Number two, to get someone to process my episode, like the same day, you have to pay a premium. Number three, I've been doing it for so long since 2017, literally within 30 minutes when we're done recording this episode, it'll be ready for release. I, I've just, I just crank up my, my Christian hip hop music and I just process it and it's done. And it's for me, I'm like. It, it doesn't take me that long. Now, if it took me three, four hours, if I was editing out everything, I'd probably outsource it, but I don't edit the podcast and because they come out the next day. And for me, that works. Now in 2022, I've already made this decision, Maria. I'm not going to promise an episode a day. It's a lot of work because I promised an episode a day in January 1st and my first four guests canceled hmm. you know, internet issues, sickness, travel, whatever. And I was not anticipating that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I had to create for it. So in 2022, if I do an episode every day, great. But if someone cancels because of sickness or internet issues, I'm just not going to fill that spot because that, that was causing me stress. Cause now a virtual assistant can't help me with this. I had to sit no. and create the episode. 
And so mm-hmm. I put a lot of pressure. I mean, this is September 17th. This episode's coming out. I've done ev- episode every day this year. Actually, my streak started January, uh, Christmas Day 2020. But it is a lot of stress. But I agree with you that you you can't wait until you need somebody. I remember I used to be in the fire department. Okay. Mm. They, there, they have to wait till everybody gets on the fire truck for it to take off. But the person who has a house fire, they say, oh, the kitchen's on fire. Well, let's just see if it spreads to the living room. And then, no, <laughs> as soon as you smell smoke, you call the fire department. And your yeah. point is people are waiting too long. They're waiting until a launch. They're waiting until they have a big project. It's too mm-hmm. late because you're, this is not a magic genie of a VA. They're no. going to come in, read your mind and know exactly what to do. That's the thing. That's the thing. You want to have that shorthand with this person, right? They're like your right hand, your right hand person through your lunch. So you want to have that relationship built up from very early on and that trust, especially you want to see how you work, you want to improve, you want to tweak and all of that stuff. So I, I truly believe you do you do need to have that person well inside your business before you do anything big. Big. And and the beautiful thing about having a virtual assistant or any kind of team member is that is that kind of unexpected accountability that comes with it. Like if you've got someone waiting for you to create mm-hmm. that podcast, write that blog post, pitch those clients, you're going to have to do it because this you're paying this person <laughs> to do this stuff for you. <laughs> yes. And so they'll get paid before you. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. So that's super incentivizing to have that person waiting on you and and then getting paid for it. So now let me ask you this question. Yeah. Uh, How do we hire a VA? Because I'm, I'm confident in saying, correct me if I'm wrong. All VAs are not created equal. So if someone's listening to this conversation today and they go, you know what? It's time I hired a VA, but how do I know I'm going to hire the right one? What do I do? And I know your first answer is, well, hire me and I'll tell you how, but what are some tips that people can do to hire the right person? That you're wrong. That is not my first answer because I don't do virtual assistants anymore. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to turn this question around on you. How you said you're going to hire a virtual assistant in 2022. How are you going to go about it? Well, no. Are you waiting for me to tell you? Oh no, I'm not. I didn't say I was going to hire someone in 2022. I said no. I said someday I may hire a podcast editor, but I'm not really. It's not a high priority right now. But if someone else were listening to this conversation and they needed to hire a VA but they don't know what they should do, what questions they ask, because all VAs are not created equal, obviously. So how does someone who's listening to our show, an entrepreneur, small business owner, whatever, they're like, okay, I need a VA, but I don't know where to start. Okay. Uh, I, I think I have a good sense of who your audience is. I suspect they also have audiences of their own. So my first thing, if you've got an audience, I would reach out to your audience and say, you guys, I'm looking for support. Is there anyone who can do these things for me? And and that's actually key. Before you go and hire, you need to be crystal clear about what you want this person to do. Like that is another mistake I see all the time. They don't actually know what they want uh, an assistant to help them with. And then they hire one. And then they think that this person is a coach. They think that they're a strategist. They want to hire them to build a website. No, 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 no. Like you need to be crystal clear about what you're hiring for. So once you know what that is, then I would say go out to your audience, the audience who knows you, they trust you, they like you, they know your brand, they know your messaging, they know your values, and see if there's anybody who would be willing to support you in those ways. 
Hey, you, listening to the Mark Strachowski Podcast, thank you so much for doing so. I really appreciate it. But are you a Mark Strachowski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter, and you can sign up right now by going to MrProductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, MrProductivity.com. That's very interesting because I've seen a lot of posts in the last six, seven months on Instagram and Facebook by a thought leader saying, hey, look, I'm hiring. And yeah. they reached out, they put a post and say, hey, if you have these skills, one, two, three, four, send me a resume. Maybe you'll be a good fit for us. So I didn't make the connection to what you just said. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a perfect fit. I mean, yes, you can go to Upwork. Yes, you can go to Freelancer. Yes, you got to go to People Per Hour. And like you said, no two virtual assistants are created they're all not, they're not all created the same, right? So the quality, you don't know the quality, you don't know, you know, they charge $5 an hour, you're going to get $5 an hour worth of work. So you want someone who, who knows your brand, ideally, and who can, who already knows how your business works and functions. I mean, that's ideal. Not everybody has an audience that they can reach out to. But if you do, I think that's a really great starting point. And you don't have to hire them. It's just great to see who's out there listening to you and, you know, paying attention. I mean, alternatively, I offer a free VA matchmaking service. So I train my virtual assistants and it's a totally free service. You tell us what you need. We have a form that you fill in. So if you yet don't know what you need help with, this form will really help you think about that. And then we send you some suggestions of virtual assistants within our network who might be a good fit for you. And then you can interview them. And then that's where we kind of step away from the relationship. We're kind of like Tinder for business owners. We just match you and then it's up to you to make it, to make the magic. <laughs> I could see the app now, Tinder VA. Okay. I know. Um, <laughs> so is there a benefit with going through an agency such as yours, a matchmaking service such as yours, as opposed to asking people on Instagram or Facebook? Is there a, a benefit to going uh, the agency route? The benefit going, see, see, I'm I'm shy away from the term agency because we're not quite an agency. The same way Tinder isn't a an agency. the The benefit of going through us is that they are trained. My virtual assistants are trained. I train them every week and every month. We have expert training, so their skills are always up leveling. I train them on how to best communicate with their clients, how to deliver for their clients and all of that stuff. So I'm kind of, I'm almost vouching for them, but it's obviously, it's also up to the business owner to kind of do their own vetting and their own trials and kind of things like that. But I am sort of putting my name on this, on this person that we're suggesting for you. Uh, So that's the benefit of going with somebody like us. And as, and the, the fact about going out to your audience, again, you don't know if they're pretend, potentially trained in what you need them to do. You're kind of going on their word. So that's kind of a potential downside to going to your audience. But Mm. it's worth trying both out and see, you know, who's a good fit for you. Because another thing is personality fit is kind of even more important than anything else. I agree. It needs to be someone that you really gel with. And you kind of speak the same language and you're on the same page about things. It's it's more important than anything else, I think. Because any everything else can be taught, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Tim Ferriss wrote about when you first hire a VA to test them, give them a small project. Do you recommend mm-hmm. that as well? Yes, absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's uh, I would recommend try it out for a, give them a small project for a month. Give them one thing to do 
uh, a repeatable task maybe, or, or something that might need a little bit more strategic thinking. Just give them one small task and see how that goes. And then make sure that you set a time to kind of maybe after the month to review and assess how you're both doing. Do you like the working relationship? Do we want to continue? So that there's that kind of potential out for you and for them. So yeah, absolutely. Definitely do a trial. You you wouldn't do, you always have probation periods, right? When you start a, a new job. So you need right. that for your assistant as well. So virtual assistants, you can actually say, I want you an hour a week or uh, sorry, hour a day, Monday through Friday, or I want yeah. you two hours on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and not Tuesday and Thursday. So when you hire a virtual assistant, you can set the agreement. This is what I need from you. And they can say, uh, yeah or no. And if it's a yeah, then we just go from there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You can set your the, your own parameters. You can set your own schedule if you just need them for an hour a week. Uh, typically, a virtual assistant will work within their own time frame, So they don't necessarily, they're not necessarily available for you only between 9 and 5 p.m. Uh, the, the work that they're typically, give, typically given to do can be done after hours, but it, it really depends on what you need and what the agreement is with your virtual assistant. It's really, really quite flexible. So yeah, so do do whatever both of you makes both of you happy, essentially. Okay. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with my audience who are mainly entrepreneurs that they should know about hiring a VA or anything else that you'd really like to share with us today? Um, I just want to say that I, I, I want you, I think like you do as well. I want everyone listening to kind of be working within their zone of genius, to be doing work that lights them up, that brings them joy, that, that at the end of the day brings them in like revenue. So focus on those bigger picture tasks and, outsource everything else, outsource everything else so that you can focus on your family. So you can go on vacation. So you can do your podcast the way you want to. It, it is, it is all about being productive, but also having joy in your life. So that's get, getting your time back. So that's what's in my heart. So if you are looking for somebody to help you like this, then yeah, I invite you to check out our free VA matchmaking service. There's absolutely no obligation to hire, but even if you you're not ready to hire. It's it's fun or it's eye-opening to kind of just dip your toes in and see what's out there. And what is the website for that? The website for that is mariacaras.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-C-A-R-R-A-S.com forward slash hire. And there's a form that you'll fill in and oh, within a week, we'll send you some suggestions from our network of VAs who are trained in what you need help with. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Maria, for being on the show. Nobody on the show has ever said the word Tinder. You said it twice, so you made history on the show. But I really appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you so much, Mark. It's been really fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you, every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up, absolutely free. Just head on over to mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com.